Hey, Jesse. Hey, Drew. Why does Snoop Doggy Dog carry around an umbrella? Fuck if I know, dude. <gasps> For drizzle, my nizzle. Oh! That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Do you know what else is stupid? What you got? <laughs> mistakes that cables companies make. And I have a list of the five biggest mistakes that cable companies make. Let's hear them. So today, we're going to, if you couldn't tell, do the uh, five biggest mistakes cable companies make. Uh, we're going to go over the lack of recognition, their time management, what, even though they're always concerned about the technicians, um, the unrealistic metrics, create jobs instead of careers. That seems to be a big one lately, and I know that's one of your favorite ones to touch on, Jesse. And then the last one, underpaying and undertraining contractors, and that. That's the big one in here. That's that's the one I can't stress enough. Yeah, I, I look forward to getting to that that point because there's there's a lot we can point out that needs to be fixed. For companies that are designed to send people out to fix things, they're not very good at fixing themselves. No, it, it's like uh, it's like Einstein said, man. If you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and expect a different result, you're crazy. It's insanity. I know. That's why I just said fuck it and I got divorced. <laughs> Pulled out of that one, huh? Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number one, lack of real recognition. You hear me say that and you're going, well, no, wait, I get recognition all the time. But I'm not talking about that piece of paper that the supervisor prints out to you and gives you, you know, on a Wednesday morning after you leave a meeting or it's not your name in an email because you hit a metric that you're supposed to hit anyways, because that that's your job. I think they throw out enough of that bullshit out in front of you to make you happy, but I don't think the real recognition is given that should be. Yeah, man. If you think about it, like we can use you as an example Uh, or me or Steve or fucking anybody that worked in, in the field daily for years. Right. If you think about it, anybody who came close or made their metrics on a monthly basis for upwards of 10 years or more, they deserve a fucking medal, man, because nobody looks at all the conditions, right? Like we're out when it's, we're, we're like the fucking post office. We're out when it's rain, sleet, snow, whatever. We're going to make it right. Yeah. We're out hanging off poles when it's fucking storming like hell and snow blizzards and fucking 10 degree weather. Like, there's all kinds of factors, you know, like, that go to this. We go without lunch most of the time. Like, the things that we do on a daily basis, we we really should – I feel like tech should be – you know, either something has to be done. Like, there needs to be an incentive program, I feel like. And the main reason that we do this is for money, right? I always Mm. said this. Like, and it don't even have to be a metrics-driven thing, but their pay raise structure needs to be a lot different right? Like if you're in the field for five years, you've done a pretty good job. You're there consistently. You don't call out all the time. You know, I know they have the flex day thing or they did at Comcast where, you know, you could keep your flex days and they pay you out on them at the end of the year. I always did that. Like I might use one if I was real, real sick or something, but for the most part, I'd hold on to those days until the end of the year and have them put them on my check until I fucking realized after like two or three years of doing it, 
well, shit, I'm losing money. Because, you know, they tax the shit out of that, right? Yeah, they tax it, yep. So I was like, well, after two or three years of doing that, and then I thought about it, I was like, okay, so if I take and they give me this at one chunk, yeah, I'm getting like, you know, six or 700 bucks or whatever the hell it was. But if I take it by the day, I'm getting like 2000 right? Yeah. So so I'm like, well, I'm just going to start flexing. Fuck it. So they, they give you an incentive to call out. That's an incentive to call out, right? Yeah, pretty much. A, there needs to be a setup, man, to where, okay. And it can be based on a lot of different things, you know, like uh, you're on time every day. Your appearance, like your appearance is good every day. You know, like you you t- you wear clean clothes. You don't come in all fucked up and nasty shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, you're, you're on time to your first job every day. You know, that's a bit, that should be easy to do. Be on time to your first job. Now, after that, it's kind of out of your control. But the first job, you should be able to do that with no problem, right? Yeah. So, like, different things like that that are obtainable should be into a, be factored into, like, okay, well, if you do this for a year, we'll give you, you know, 3% on your next check from now on. You get a 3% raise. I know that don't sound like much, but if you do that year after year after year, you're going you're gonna to be doing this job, the same job you'd be doing anyway, and it's going to pay you significantly more. And to yeah. me, that'd be a better recognition than – somebody giving me what was it you said you got one time i want to hear this again it was funny for um oh for that technician of the year award yeah yeah so it makes me sound so um so cocky but i me and actually another kid out of my office which i don't believe it was two techs out of every office i think we just happened to have two that came out of my office we got chosen as technicians of the year or employees of the year. It was a program that they just started doing. I was up north. They ended up bringing me down south into mass. They put me on TV, put me in this crowd. And what they ended up giving me was a a cheaply, <laughs> it looked like my kids made it in um, an art class, like one of those things that they could draw on and then turn it into a magnet. It was pretty much, it just said like tech of the year on a, on a little magnet that you could just put in your truck. And then they gave me, I call them Wawa balls. I have no idea what they're called. They're those, um, (laughs) they're literally two sets of balls that you stick in your hand and roll around to the point where when they explained on the television, what they were giving us, they had to call it something completely ass backwards just so it wouldn't sound inappropriate because there's really no other way to describe what they were uh, but they were just supposed to be stress balls that you could roll around in your hand that and you got put into a raffle to win a possible vacation at the end of the year okay can i say this did you give a fuck about your tv appearance or your fucking wawa ball or your fucking uh what was it your magnet did you give a fuck about any of that no, because uh, they ended up keeping us there longer than I should have, and I had two four to sixes that I still had to make back up north. Yeah, so it makes no fuck. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And they still had jobs to get yep. to. And they still <laughs> had jobs to give me. And I believe, do not quote me, because I don't want to sound like that much of a negative asshole, but I'm pretty sure one of the jobs I was going to make because I was going to end up being late for it, and they still freaking wouldn't move it. Yeah, that's so fucked. But you yeah. see my point, like for us, this is a, a job, right? This is what we do to support our families. 
So yeah. in this regard, what I laid out for like an incentive program for basic things, instead of, you know, you got to meet all these goals every month for fucking 37 years in a row to yeah, get a right, you know? So like there needs to be something where that would be a better recognition system to me than here, here's like, and you got that shit. Well, I won that voice, the voice of the customer award bullshit back in 2000. Oh, was it 13, 12 or 13, something like that? Well, anyway, yep. they gave me now I can't bitch because they gave me a three thousand dollar bonus. Oh, you lucky motherfucker. I'm sitting here playing yeah. a set of balls and you get three grand. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what happened. Jesus and I was just shocked Christ. as fuck, right? Like I was like, holy shit, really? And I'm dude, I almost broke out crying, man, because I was like struggling. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Really? Yeah, you were struggling trying to understand this company that fucking you work for actually give you three grand or were you crying because you knew the amount of taxes that were going to come out of your next check from it? I think it was a little bit of both. Cause like <laughs> out of that, out of that 3000, I only got 2,200. They took $800 yep. in taxes. That's fucking crazy. Just because it's considered unearned income. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Now I can't bitch though. Cause I got paid for it, but at the same time, had they not paid me for it, all I would have got was a fucking piece of paper that said 2013, had my name on it and said, you know, hey, uh, you you won this shit that nobody will care about tomorrow. So yeah. none of that shit really matters. When it comes down to recognition, all we want is money. <laughs> like, Why I, I mean, greedy I, prick? No, I mean, <laughs> if, if I'm going to be out fucking hanging off fucking poles and climbing under shit with snakes and fucking dealing with assholes and fucking running outages at two in the morning, if you want to make me feel better, give me more money. Because regardless, I have to do the work, pay me. I don't, I mean, recognition's good. You can write a newspaper article and say, hey, these are our three best texts this month, and we gave them a 3% raise. Now, that's good for morale with your fucking text, and that's good for PR with everybody that looks at your company, or at least yeah. in my opinion, it would be. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's one of my, my first supervisor that I ever had did this, but this was before things were you know people watched everything and things were cracked down upon and but we used to get days off so what he would do is if you just had this outrageous number that you couldn't hit or if there was some big thing that they were currently focusing on that he wanted to make sure that his team knocked it out of the park he would actually end up giving you the day off but keeping you in quota uh, we're not keeping you in quota, but he'd take you out of quota for the day, but say that you were doing training or something, but he would actually let you go home. His only rule was you had to keep your phone on just in case somebody caught wind of something and he needed to call you to come do something, which never, ever happened. But that was kind of like the uh, like the agreement. I'll do it for you as long as uh, you fucking pick up your phone if need be. But he ended up getting caught or getting close to being caught so we stopped doing it because it wasn't worth it to him anymore which i don't blame him he'd lose his job yeah but at the same time is it really you know that one free day you know that makes up for a lot of bullshit i feel like yeah absolutely and that was that was my favorite part about it was that is it told me that my supervisor was going above and beyond to try to give me 
earned time off that he thought that I deserved, but the company wasn't going to give me for doing something above and beyond for him, which that was awesome. So that was that supervisor where anytime he ever asked me to do anything, I always just did it. I never questioned it. I never, I, I just did whatever the guy needed me to do because he was that type of supervisor. I had one like that too. My very first supervisor as a tech, Actually, like, me and him grew up a lot alike. Like, um, we were both from, like, poor families, like, separated parents, you know. Like, we, yeah. we, we were into the same things. Like, I was uh, into sports, and he was, like, into kickboxing, MMA stuff. So, we had a lot of similarities between us. And we weren't really – the- broken, broken cable technicians sound the exact same. They all have the same stories. I'm sure there's a lot of them, man. <laughs> <laughs> we all have um, just that same sad story. Well, he was, like, super cool, and he told me, like, when he started, like, when he was an installer, they paid him, like, eight bucks an hour, right? Like, that's what he started at back in, like, the early 2000s or something. And, Jesus Christ. And he said, dude, yeah, he said he was he was having his, his baby. He was young. Like, he was only, like, eight years older than me, right? So we were close enough in age to be, you know, cool with each other and shit. And for whatever reason, we just kind of clicked. So we were tight even when I got moved to another team. Like, he would come down into Georgia, and we'd eat lunch and shit together sometimes and stuff, you know? Mm. And uh, But he was so cool, man. He would uh, – I remember one time I was on my day off, and he goes, would you clock in for four hours today if all I needed you to do is to drive down here to Harrison? And I was like, you know, so that place for me is like, I don't know, 45 minutes away. So it would take me roughly two hours round trip, you know, to go down and go back, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, sure, I can do that. And uh, he said, yeah, clock in for four hours a day. And if anybody asked, we had a special project we were working on. I was like, okay. And we were just cool that way. And I drove all the way down to where he was living. And he was building a deck. And he just needed to borrow my drill. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. That's awesome. I'm dead fucking serious. He just needed to borrow my drill because his was his fucking, his burn up or something. He needed my drill. And oh, I went down there. Fantastic. I gave him my drill. And uh, like Monday or Tuesday or whatever, when he got back or whatever day we got back together, because I didn't, I, I think it was, I was on that Tuesday through Saturday schedule or whatever then when I first started. Yep. And uh, he he brought he brought it back to work the same day we came in. He gave it back to me. He just kind of winked at me and kept walking, you know. <laughs> oh my god! But he pulled he pulled me out for shit like that all the time, and I, that was the same way. I would run my head through a wall for that guy, but he actually seen that I worked my ass off, and his way of giving me recognition for it was. I'm going to help you, you know, not kill you. I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. You work your yeah. ass off while you're working. So like a few, a few, every other week or something, we'll get out for a couple of days and we'll do special projects. So to me, recognition isn't like something you read or you see or something that's given to you. It's like how you're treated, like your pay, like the things that matter in your job. Yeah. Like you just said, hanging out with your supervisor. Like, I think that's a killer idea. And I think that's something that, I think if you're a supervisor and you're listening to this, take from it. it. It means a lot to a technician when you pull them from quarter for a day and they're just doing cleanup projects that you probably need to get done anyways. So, I mean, I, I know you know that feeling, rolling up to the office, opening up your phone, seeing that there's no work on your board and you're like, all right, well, I either got fired today or, you know, something else is up. And then you go in your boss's office and he goes, oh, we got a bunch of, you know, random crap we're going to take care of today. I mean, your fucking shitty Monday just turned into the best day of the fucking quarter, probably. Absolutely. And it pays the same. Exactly. 
but your morale is that much higher. You now get to spend time with your technician too, on top of it, if you're the supervisor to learn more about the people you have on your team. And, you know, now if that technician is struggling, well, now he has that one-on-one time with you where he gets to ask questions and really it's a good learning experience. I think for everybody around on top of it as well. I think they should take and do that once a month with everybody. Yeah. With everybody in every They system. used to way well, back in the day. Every system across the country, every cable operator, everything. Supervisors need to pull every tech out of the field one day a month. And that day of the month, supervisors have a company credit card. Buy them lunch at some point. If they're <laughs> struggling, like I'm just saying, that's a perk, right? You know? Yeah. You work no, your you're ass right. off. I, I laugh, but you're very right buy me lunch, you know, take, take him somewhere decent, you know, whatever wine and dine you, you know, but, uh, 69. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But I don't know about all that. Man. <laughs> what the fuck you doing up North, man? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, no, but something like that. I swear to God, if they do that, man, they would, they would literally raise morale and guys would feel better about what they're doing every day. I promise it. Hey, it would, it would happen. Well, not only that, but they, they try harder too, because you know, COVID was a good episode because we learned a lot about what they were, the steps that these companies were trying to take, but it's, there's very little incentive anymore. There, there really, there really isn't. What's the incentive at this, at this point, it seems. Well, in the, in that COVID episode, what we learned was that, and I, it blew my mind when he talked about it was that even in a fucking pandemic, which regardless what your theory is on it, you know, some of us think it's bullshit. Some of us think, oh, the world's ending. Some of us think everybody's going to die if you catch it. Regardless what you think over the coronavirus and this nine months that we've been through, what the, the companies was doing to techs was almost immoral. Yeah. Because if you think about it, all first they say, don't go near the customer. Just run the drop and drop shit in front of the house. We're not going to count your metrics. I can see that, but not like barreling down on them. You know, here's 15 of them. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, that's crazy. All right. I can see him doing three or four a day. That's cool. But then whenever he mentioned, and one key point that popped out to me was where he said, well, now you can go to the first outlet. Well, you just opened up. If this is a virus that is going to kill people, why are you going to tell them it's okay to go in that house? Because they lose money exactly it's about the dollar so if they care so much about money why the fuck shouldn't we care so much about money that's why i said the main recognition that technicians need is more pay well and i think this is a good segue into the next one is because they waste too much money on their time management absolutely they do i know you're a parent i'm sure that you've said it to your fucking kids I, I know it's, I've always said it to my fucking kids. Stop fucking wasting time and just fucking do it. I feel like they should kind of take that and put it to the people who deal with their fucking time management. Cause I feel like they can never decide what they want to do. I feel like their time management on time management to figure out time management is fucking a huge waste of time. Well, when you got somebody at the top that's sitting in a, in a fucking three piece suit that's earning enough money to that every year to buy another lake house, right? So every every year their bonus is going to buy them their fourth or fifth or sixth yacht or lake house or some shit. 
while the people that's making in their money is down there. They're saying, oh, fuck it. They'll deal with it. It should only take, you know, 10 minutes for you to run a five pole 11 drop in the fucking rain. Ah, it ain't going to hurt nothing, you know? But explain to me why almost for the last three to four years that I was there at my previous company, every summer party I had started in the beginning of October. You know, I'll tell you this. And it made me laugh when you mentioned how you went on TV for that bullshit award and then they had two jobs waiting on you. Yep. On um, July 4th, on the 4th of July, when I was, I think Bryson, he wasn't even born yet. He was like, I think she was pregnant with him. So my oldest son was like in the womb. So this is years <laughs> ago, like 11, 11, 12 years ago. So I bring my pregnant girlfriend to the company barbecue at this giant baseball stadium that where we have, we have a minor league affiliate for the Cincinnati Reds here in town. And okay. They, we go, we go almost every year anyway. Like now I take my boys to watch the fireworks on the 4th of July and shit like that. You know, yep. um, it's really cool. You know, it's cheap. It's something cool to do. You drink beer and watch baseball, you know, but um, anyway, the company had rented out that stadium for the whole fucking day. Okay. Well, like the office people, like the, uh, the HR lady and the tech ops manager and the supervisors and shit, they were hanging out up there drinking all day long. Well, the techs, we were fucking working till, you know, 5, 5.36, whatever. Well, I happened to get off about 5.15. I ran home. I took a shower. I changed clothes. Now, this is in the summer, so it didn't get dark till like 9.30 or 10 or whatever. You know, it wasn't like right now. Yeah. And I pick up my pregnant girlfriend and I haul ass. Now, I lived in Georgia, and this is up in Tennessee, so it's like 30 minutes away. I didn't get there till like, I don't know, pushing 7 o'clock. It just so happened I was on call that week, right? <laughs> I And I forgot all about it. Now, I had my phone in my pocket, but I forgot all about it. So I get this is a true fucking story. I, and it's hard to believe that I'm this stupid, but I really was. I, I had a, a gym shorts and a, like a cutoff shirt on, right? Well, in my And I had my phone in my pocket and my wallet and shit. And I was like, here, Ashley, put this shit in your purse right here, right? So I can, I'm going to go play kickball. They were having a big kickball game, right, at this barbecue. They were cooking out, uh, had ribs and shit cooking. You could drink beer, and they were playing kickball. And what time of day was this? This was in the evening. They had the light, the lights were starting to come on. It was like by this time, 7, 30, 8 o'clock. No, nah, uh, they always cut quota for us. No, they didn't do this. No, they did cut quota for the text, but for the on-call guy, who was me, this is the point I was making. Uh, I had gave I had gave her my phone and it was in her purse. Well, I forgot all about being on call. Well, all of a sudden, over the intercom, <laughs> get the fuck that, out of here! I shit you not. The over the intercom, the on call tech, the on call, they called out. They said, "Whoever is the on call tech for North Georgia, please answer your phone now." Oh my freaking god! And I'm of standing on that fucking guy. And I'm standing on third base, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, that's me!" <laughs> and, and, and I'm so all you ass. start running, they fucking start screaming. He's fucking stealing home, throwing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I like start hauling ass over to the dugout. You know, my my Ashley's down there eating her hot dog. You know, sitting in the dugout talking to people or whatever. And I'm like, "Where's my phone?" I pull it up, and I called back the number. You know, and they're like. Yeah, we got a trouble call. There's, there's a. Uh, he says his lines down in his yard, down in Lafayette. 
I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? So now I run, I, I was like, all right, we got to go. She goes, I don't want to go. I was like, well, we got to go. I got to go back to work. And so she's pissed uh, yeah. at me and it's fucking hot as hell. Or it was kind of cooling down. So we get back in a hall as 30 minutes back, get in my van. I go to this job in gym shorts and a cutoff shirt. <laughs> oh God. And, and I, the only thing I put on was my boots and I like slid them on real fast. I show up looking like a redneck fucking like, lumberjack motherfucker like over to fix some cable i look like a hobo like climbing the pole in my my boots and my gym shorts and shit but like that was one of those things that in reality like all it was like he set a line down you know i had to hang a drop you know a tree hit his drop or something that sucks but that could have waited till tomorrow you know? Yeah, well, as long as it's not hanging down into a main road, that's my... No, opinion. it wasn't. It was on a back-ass gravel street. It could have waited till tomorrow. That's the point I'm making. We're talking about time management that could that could help the techs. <laughs> fucking, if you're going to have a barbecue, don't fucking have somebody being on call. Yeah, that was always my fucking gripe with that. But not only that, but, you know, what, what justifies being on call? But I feel like on call could be a whole episode in itself. Um, yeah, but you see my point, right? Like, if you're yeah. going to take this time to, you know, get together as a company, why the fuck do you got one guy that's, you know, got his family there and he's not dressed to go back to work? And, you know, granted, to one point, I should have remembered, hey, I'm on call. I should just wear what I'm wearing just in case I get a call job. And yep. I should have been like, I should have been like, Ashley, can you meet me here in case I get a job and you can drive home? Granted, she was like eight and a half months pregnant, right? So that probably wouldn't have worked. I don't even think she could have drove then, right? She looked like probably a not. fucking Oompa Loompa, man. She was like <laughs> five foot five and like four foot five outward, you know? Like, there ain't no fucking way. So it was just one of those things that was kind of fucked up looking back on it. And I'm like, you know, if you're going to set the time to do this, you should just, you know, you should give that as a, as a perk to people. Cause that in itself was a very, for all technicians, cause that was just a stressful situation, right? That was really unnecessary. We could have picked that up the next day. It only took me 20 minutes. He was living in a fucking trailer, dude. The, the drop hit a bump pole, went down, you know, I don't know, five feet to a ground block. And the tap was literally about 40 feet away from the damn, a tree fell on it. It wasn't, it was like right above a damn little gravel driveway. It wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. So it fucking, it most definitely could have just waited until fucking Monday or the, you know, next day. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. Fuck that shit. I could go on and on and on about fucking the time management wasting because there's just so many fucking moments that I can bring up that they've just wasted significant amount of time, but then they give you the slightest bit of shit. The worst time management period is where, you get in a situation where, okay, I finished my AM, my 10 to 12, and then they give me another 10 to 12, and I finished that. Okay, and I got a 1 to 3 I need to go to, right? And I'm pretty close to that 1 to 3. Well, it's like 11.15. We're just going to say 11.15, okay? Because I started doing my 10 to 12s early. I'm just giving you an example. Yeah. Okay? And then they're like, no, don't go to your 1 to 3. We may need you to pick up another 10 to 12, right? 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 So you're sitting there for fucking ever – up until like five minutes before 12. And when I got to that point, I'm like, I've just wasted 45 minutes of my fucking day. Now I'm getting paid for it, but now I'm going to pay for it on the back end myself because I'm going to yep. get to my one to three on time 
And then they're going to drop me another three to five later. That's what's going to happen. And all that is is a bunch of wasted time. And the problem is, is that dispatch is not as proactive as they should be in terms of, okay, this guy might miss this job. I got this guy sitting here. I just need to move it. And then if nothing else, they could have moved me a 10 to 12 and moved my one to three to somebody else. You know what I mean? Just yeah, trade it out. Also, keep in mind that specific to your dispatch, not all dispatch is not, that Oh, way. God, don't don't kiss everybody's ass right now. I ain't kissing make... anybody's ass. I just don't want to fucking answer hate letters. That's it. Just make no, sure you're saying, Jesse. Yeah, send them to me. I can take it. I'm a big boy. But that's <laughs> that's the point, though. That's, that's a wasted almost an hour that that tech's going to turn around and pay for at the end of the day. Or the, another one, we've mentioned it before in passing, like where they set up jobs that are dropped in the pool and they're really fucking installs and they drop them in as like a trouble call or a upgrade or a change of service, whatever. And they're not, they're not pointed right. So you get dropped the job like towards the end of your shift that you just don't have enough time to do and get off at a decent time. So you're there till eight, nine o'clock. Yep. Yeah. You know, there's got to, you know, that's another, another time management issue. Well, you know, and then I think it comes down to, to the next thing it's the unrealisticness of the goals that they set you know right now it's unrealistic metrics seems to be the the most recent up in the air one the numbers just seem to be absolutely ridiculous lately man whenever you get to a point where you know i understand that they blame the repeats that 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 four i think they're giving what 4.1 percent somebody messaged into us now yep four i couldn't even imagine trying to hit 4.1 percent well they blame that on the customer error and equipment they don't even yep. make fucking sense man and that's where it comes back to where i tell you dude i swear to god they don't give you that four point whatever for you it's for the company itself it's their buffer so when their stuff fails they can't have a finger pointed at them going well i didn't progress because of you they go well no that number's really there for you just in case because if they gave you zero fucking movement but then for example you end up having a flawless month and nothing fails well now everything's perfect and they have to pay you but if something failed like a box, then they'd hear never-ending shit that their equipment sucks. So because they give you that percentage rate, now it makes it okay. Because, oh, no, wait, we give you a buffer for stuff like that. Well, this is back to where we were talking about recognition, right? Where I, I laid out that plan to get raises that I think would, be, would raise morale. Now, I know that I, I do feel like guys need to be held accountable. Now, don't get me wrong when I say that. Because there are a lot of lazy techs. I've worked with a lot of lazy techs. I, remember I mean, one I'm guy, one of them. Well, yeah, well, we knew that already. Yeah. But I, when yeah. you said I won tech of the year, I about shit myself. I was like, who the fuck would give it to that motherfucker? Hey, but anyway. the fuck I fucking felt about it. I was like, nah, uh-uh, wait a minute. This is just so they can get me and my van in one place and fucking my taxi will be waiting for me. <laughs> I, dude, I worked with a tech one time that I swear to God. This was the worst thing I ever seen. This guy, I, he barreled a drop. It was this drop hit six poles, and you know how it works. Once you somebody runs a drop, that house is active, and you have to make it work because they're not going to disconnect them because they're over footage. Once you run the drop, they're active. It's up to the company to make yep, sure. Yeah, once work, you put right? it in, you own it a hundred percent. Because that was always my big things. I always told guys that like. 
They're like, oh, well, it will work. You can get it to work. It's like, yeah, there's a difference between getting it to work and then having to own it. Absolutely. And there was this contractor in the area that we worked in that, you know, we've talked about that before and we'll get to it a little bit here in a little bit, but contractors, if they get jobs, they're going to fucking do them because they're trying to make money, right? Yeah, absolutely. Somebody made a job at this trailer that was literally about 600 feet from the tap. Okay. This contractor ran an 11 drop, like six poles to this fucking trailer. Well, they had five boxes and a modem in there. Okay. Damn. So you, let's just add that up. I remember when I got it, when I got it as a job, it was a repeat on a guy that had went out there like a year after the contractor was there. He had it as a trouble call drop down. Right. Well, he did. It got hit on like the second span and by like a tree branch or something, a tractor, something fucking knocked it down. Yep. So he went out there and spliced the damn thing and ran a six drop from there back to the trailer just to get it back on. So they didn't even run the Jesus. whole drop. That That's one of the laziest guys I ever met in my life. I won't mention his name, but he got fired shortly after that. But I had to rerun <laughs> that fucking thing on a Sunday. Oh, and then, dude. And then after we reran it, they sent a guy from Tennessee down to help us because we had to wire. I was wiring it afterwards because it had like gold splitters and shit under the floor. I don't know how it ever worked. Like it was so fucked up. But but I had my buddy there. He came and helped me after he finished up and he checked levels at the tap. And we had like 19 dB at like 500 megahertz, 550, whatever it was. I had negative two at the ground block. It was so far. So back then we had to amp that shit just to make it work until we were put in for a plant extension like three times. Finally, the, the fucking people ended up canceling the next month. Because nobody would ever get out there to, you know, run them some feeder. Because it would have been easy for them to put a two-way splitter on the, up there and run three spans of feeder. It would have been easy. Yeah, easy. just be done with it and call and it. be done with it. But they, yep. no, no, it, it was like pulling teeth to try to get anything done. Well, that goes back into metrics, right? That in that Say that's a scenario that you're going to run into all over the country. Well, that scenario, I got a repeat for it. And I did everything in my power to, to make sure that customer was okay, right? Yep. It had a brand new 11 drop because that's the best I could do, right? I couldn't do any better than that. That's all I could do. We talked about Jesse. You're supposed to get hardline there, motherfucker. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't have the tools or the ability at the time, which <laughs> actually I did have the ability because I built cable before I was a tech. We talked about that before, but I, I didn't don't know that. But I didn't have the tools or the, you know, whatever. But moving on. Then I ran fucking outlets and then I amped it trying to just make it work. And it just, I couldn't do anything else. So that in itself was unrealistic for me to get a repeat on that. I told my supervisor about it. I was like, Rick, this is coming back in, dude. It's coming back in. Cause I had like negative 12 behind every box and I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. And that's fucking terrible. You know, most of the time you drop and leave some excess in the floor. Yep. Uh, I did this so tight. Like I wouldn't even leave maybe a foot of excess in the floor. Cause I was trying to cut as much attenuation off of it as I could Jeez. just to make it work. It was that, that tight. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you want. And sure enough, three days later, it was a repeat and like 19 people got it. And every one of them turned it over to system maintenance, but every one of them got a repeat. So that in itself had nothing to do with the tech's ability or any, anything that was in their control but they're the one that's going to pay for it so unrealistic say, but metrics, they're the ones getting fucking lit up constantly yeah 
And like you go to meetings like that. I remember, I remember that. And I was so pissed. And me and the suit, the, the big boss man got into it that Thursday. We had a meeting the following Thursday. It was the following Thursday after I, I had already got a repeat on it. Well, that month was like real early in the month. Well, I had done like what, 16 jobs and I had, to, had one repeat. Well, that one repeat put me at like 9.44%, right? So that was like, the, you know how they did the weekly numbers? Yep. Well, this is not my overall. I, st- I ended up making my monthly, but at the time I was the highest on the team for one repeat. And I, and I, and I said, dude, do you know what that repeat was? And he goes, does it matter? I said, yeah, it does matter. And I sit and laid it out just like I did to you just now. And he yeah. just kind of looked at me. He said, well, that's why you get a, get a percentage. I said, yep. then why is my percentage so fucking high? Well, you've only done 16 jobs. I said, how many of those did I have to rewire and drop wall fishes and shit? Do you know? No. You don't know. So you can sit here and bitch about it, but it ain't going to make a difference. Yeah. I said, I'm out here busting my ass for you, man. Like, I took it personal, right? I was yeah. mad about it. Yeah. And I don't play, man. And, you know, it was one of those things that, you know, the and at the time our goal was seven and a half for the repeat number. But in reality, I think there needs to be a repeat number. There needs to – all these metrics are pretty much okay, I think. Points per hour I always thought was stupid, which I don't think they do that anymore. It's just like productivity or something, right? Um, last time I was there, they were still doing pro, uh, points per hour. Okay. I, to me, points per hour is fucking stupid. It makes Makes-up. no difference. I agree. Uh, missed appointments is really dumb because when you're talking about a multi-billion dollar corporation, they can afford $20 on a late ticket, right? It ain't going to hurt anything. No. So, and, and, and all it is is putting more stress on a guy that's trying to bust his ass for you. So that's, that's fucking ridiculous. The, the, the meter scans, whatever they do now is just fucking ignorant because they can see everything remotely. There's no point in it. Really. The only thing they need is if like, if you're two hours late to a job, that, that should throw up a red flag, right? You know, unless it was given to you at 1 to 3 at 8 o'clock. You know what I mean? And I've always said that. If you're a fucking shitbag, it's pretty obvious that you're a shitbag. Right. And, and you they can see that with, you know, like everybody needs to be held accountable, but it needs to be reasonable, right? Like within Accountability. reason. Yep. Accountability is important for anything you do. Like I hold my son accountable. Whenever he's yep. being a lazy little shit, and I'm like, dude, you got a fucking tournament this weekend, like a big tournament, and you're like four pounds overweight, and you're laying here playing fucking Xbox. I'm like, all right, dude, let's go running, like now. Oh, I don't feel like it today. Fuck it. I don't care. You're going to be accountable for what you got to do in three days. So we're doing it right now. Same thing with text. That's okay. But whenever you make it to where you can do everything in your power and you still can't, you're being held accountable to shit that's out of your control, and then you're being punished for it, that's a problem. Yeah, and that part sucks. That's fucking horrendous. You shouldn't have to be dealing with that kind of shit. No, but it, it happens everywhere all over the country. All right, dude. I think that's a good stopping place for today. I mean, we went over three out of the five, lack of recognition, how shitty their time management is, and just the crazy unrealistic metrics that they set. Yeah, man, I think I think this is a good point to stop, and I think that we'll have plenty more to cover on next week's episode. I, I, yeah, I, I was, I was hoping to get through five of them, but I didn't think they were that shitty at doing their job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I got a little long winded at times. Um, but all right, guys, we'll be back next week with reasons four and five, Jesse, anything else that you can possibly think of before we go? No, nah, man, I'm good. All right, guys. 
Well, hey, don't forget to look in the show notes below. Go to our anchor, leave us a voicemail, check out our Facebook, CATV Tech Talk. Uh, you can always email us at catvtechtalk at gmail.com. Um, I'm sure you guys know all this by heart after listening to me ramble it almost every single time. But yeah, I think that's it. See you. Like what you just heard? Then don't forget to click that subscribe button. Questions for the hosts or just want to say hello? You can email us at catvtechtalk at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash catvtechs. Thanks again for joining us and don't forget, climbing, crawling, drilling, driving is just the beginning.